And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And today on the show, I want to I wanna talk about making decisions as a real estate investor. If you've never invested in a, a single family property, a rental house, or even in apartments, whether passive or otherwise, um, you may not know this, but there are a lot of things to think about and, and make decisions around. And um, it can get overwhelming sometimes. So I want to talk about some strategies there. Um, to help you to help you along that path, you know, you you're looking for the right house. You find the right house. Do you which G, which general contractor do you hire? Where do I market it for rent? These are all questions you typically ask, and I see a lot of these in email, by the way. Um, which reminds me, if you do have any questions, you can send those my way. Send those to askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com, and I'll take a look at those. I, I do answer those personally, but lots of lots of questions, lots of lots of decisions, and I was I was reminded of this. Uh, earlier in the week, actually, it was you know, something my my six year old related to me as we were, as we were driving in the truck. We'd finished homeschooling early, so we were driving to a little bit farther away uh, park that we had not been to in a while. And he was relating a story to me, <laughs> and he just he cracks me up. I don't know where these he must have hit twenty different topics as we were making our little drive to the park. And uh, this one, he's he was out. I don't know when this was, but uh, his concept of time is is not quite there yet as as a six year old guy. But he was out riding his bike. He's got the training wheels off. He's he's got multiple speeds actually, and he's gotten pretty good at it. He's out riding the bike with his friend, uh, so he tells me they're cruising down the middle of the the street, and there's a squirrel. The squirrel comes out right into the middle of the road in front of them, and then you know the squirrel looks up. He he sees my son coming on the bike, <laughs> probably ringing the bell. Uh, not going real fast, right? He's a, he's a six year old on a bike, and the squirrel sees him coming, makes a move to go right, but then he stopped, and he made a move to go left, and and then he stopped. This is what my son's telling me. And then right, and then left, and back and forth, right? You, you get the picture. And you've probably been in this, this situation yourself before, right, when you're going in a car much faster. And you're wondering, is, this, is that squirrel suicidal or indecisive? Not sure what's going on in their, their little brains, but they, they just can't make a decision. Now, the good news is my son did not run over the squirrel, this one. <laughs> it eventually made a move, so he tells me. Um, but we've seen the remains of those that were not quite so lucky, didn't make a decision. And, and I relate this story because that's what we're talking about today is making a decision. And I wonder, do you ever, you ever get that feeling like you, you're that squirrel when it comes to making a decision, not necessarily just real estate related? You know, this, do I go this way? Do I go that way? Left, right, up, down, forward, backward? I'm just not sure. Can't decide and splat. It's too late. <laughs> you know, making decisions, it, it is actually, it, it, there's a lot, of, a lot of research around this, a lot of psychology. And quite frankly, it can be hard. And unfortunately, or fortunately, as I mentioned already, as a real estate investor, we have to make decisions all the time. Does it get easier? Well, the good news is, I'll, I'll cut to the chase now. As, an, as, a, as a real estate investor myself, I've been investing in single-family houses. If you're, if you're new to the show, uh, I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and I've been buying houses around Dallas-Fort Worth since 2012, so 11-plus 11, 11 years now. Got some down by Houston, and we've been investing in apartments as well as passive investors for three, three and a half, four years now. And 
being a real estate investor and encountering a lot of decisions has actually helped me to become a better decision maker. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about making decisions, why it's hard and very important, especially for you, the real estate investor or soon to be real estate investor, the, the high cost of indecision, right? For the squirrels going splat. My, my son says being, becoming a pancake. <laughs> so, uh, but, but for us, there is a very high cost, at least, you know, from the real estate perspective. And then I have some ways for you to help you make decision making become easier because it is a skill set. That's why I tell you now, 11, 12 years on, making a decision for me has become a lot, a lot easier. It is a skill. But why is it hard? You know, why is it so difficult? A lot of the time, it's, it's, it's due to emotions, right? Emotions, it's things like fear of failure. I'm afraid to make the wrong decision, so I don't make any decision at all. Which, if you stop and think about it, that is a decision, right? I'm going to pass. I'm just not going to do this thing. I don't know what the right answer is. Is it the red pill or the blue pill? You know what? I'm just not going to pick any pill. And decision-making, it is hard. Sometimes we behave like that squirrel. We're just back and forth and back and forth, and we just don't make a decision. And we miss opportunities. Splat, we get squished. Something else happens. And there are a lot of reasons why making a decision is hard. We talked about emotions a lot of the time play into that fear of failure, fear of missing out, decision fatigue. Sometimes we're a little bit too into that type B personality side where we've got to have all the information before I can make a decision. I'm guilty of that. I've been guilty of that a lot. And when I find myself encountering that, I seek my wife's uh, aid. She'll give me a kick in the rear end and, and get me going again. But that's often a problem. We think there's perfect information. And I talked on a prior show, not going to happen in real estate. Sometimes it's the other side of the coin and it's information overwhelm. Well, actually, we have too much information <laughs> or perhaps too many options, too many things to decide upon. So that's what makes decision making difficult. And there is a true cost to not making a decision. Sometimes it's the opportunity cost, that thing that I missed. But there is a cost of indecision. And I want to I want to apply this to you and to me, the real estate investor, there's a cost. The cost comes in a couple of different places. Time is a big one. And again, by not making a decision, you are making a decision to pass, to wait, to think a little longer, perhaps. And time keeps ticking. Time keeps ticking. And you have to remember that time is on your side as a buy and hold investor. So even if you don't have perfect information, I have a house I remember I bought years ago, um, you know, we had a little bit higher out of pocket than we had planned due to something in the renovations. But that house went on to make me a ton of cash, cash flow over the years. And we did a refinance on it uh, a year and a half ago, pulled out $60,000. I remember that one because it frustrated me tremendously. But time was on my side. Now let's say I let time keep on ticking and didn't make a decision. Oh, I don't know. Let me see. Maybe if I think about if, well, what if tax rates go up this much? What if rent rates go? If I overthought and just didn't buy the thing, I would have missed out on a lot of cash. I would have missed out on that refinance. So time is on your side. So if you make an imperfect decision, that's okay. But more importantly, time is also on your side as a buy and hold investor. You want to get that asset into play onto your balance sheet, rehabbed and, and rented as soon as you can 
so that you start enjoying that that cash flow of course that's why we're buying plus market appreciation and equity buildup we do put mortgages on our properties if you're following what we do at lifestyles unlimited and as the resident pays that rent every month I'm paying down that mortgage my equity builds up they're paying it down let me rephrase that and my equity builds up but the sooner I can get that asset into into play the better it is for me and if you are on the indecision side of this discussion just a handful of years ago you know looking back hindsight 2020 I know it but looking back you missed out on a lot of strong appreciation things have moderated here in Texas again you know I'm in Dallas Fort Worth we've returned to more normal levels um, had you made that decision in a timely manner a handful of years ago and not drug your feet you would have really seen a lot of equity so time is a big big cost of indecision of not making a decision resources is another one obviously the cash flow that I just described to you that that appreciation right that's that plays into that but if I think if I think to a more to our more recent period of time here and compare that back to two years ago same house well what's happened over that period of time the cost of that house has gone up and the cost of that debt has gone up and the cost of the materials that go into renovating that house has gone up and the cost of the labor that go into doing the work for me has gone up yes rents have gone up as well but resources become an issue that is a cost of indecision had you bought that rental house a year year and a half ago guess what you would have locked in a lower interest rate and therefore enjoy enjoyed higher higher cash flow but if you let indecision and procrastination or something else get in the way and now you go buy that house you now have a higher cost of capital it requires more resources more of your resources to hold that house interest rates are up inflation etc now am I giving you a reason to not go buy that house absolutely not you have to understand the market has changed and we will have a lower cash flow now compared to what we would have had a handful of years ago the good news the good news is again to harken back to an earlier show on perfect versus imperfect information efficient versus inefficient markets which real estate is very much inefficient we're seeing just the uncertainty in the market is translating the, into higher capital gains higher equity capture when we originally acquire that house right now so that's the good news if you did dilly-dally and waited too long and you've seen now the cost of indecision in terms of high rates and inflation etc there is a flip side there is a silver lining so get out there don't be indecisive take some action now the other cost is mental stress and anxiety and I I hate to say it I've gotten better at making decisions but there's some things that I am a professional procrastinator on and when I start doing that I find that little bug in the back of my head that's just irritating me it's stressing me out it's causing anxiety because I know I need to do that thing make a darn decision and I know better <laughs> after a decade plus of doing this I know better but it happens and that's another cost of indecision is simply that that anxiety it's you know and it's not uncommon to look back and have regrets around your own inaction the most common regret go out and talk to any successful investor that's been doing this for any period of time 
and they're going to tell you their most common regret is that they did not start sooner because they've seen the power of time with respect to buy and hold. They've seen the power and they understand and well, they have that regret was my regret as well. So time, resources, stress, anxiety, and one big cost of indecision of inaction in my view is more inaction. Just like, and I've seen this on the real estate side as well, just in our personal growth, action begets action. You take action, you find it easier to do the next thing, you find it easier to do the next thing after that. I find that inaction begets more inaction. It becomes harder, right? You might have had a chance at momentum, getting out, getting over that inertia. An object, object in motion likes to stay in motion. An object that is at rest likes to stay at rest. And before you know it, so much time has lapsed that your dream, your goal, whatever it is, is permanently to the side. We don't want that to happen. So we'll talk about when we come back ways to prevent that. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Need more unconventional wisdom that'll set you free? Subscribe to Lifestyles Unlimited on YouTube and binge content that will actually help you get where you want to go in life from people who are already there. With over 50,000 members and 32 years of proven success, there's so much more we want to share with you than what we have time for on the radio. On YouTube, we go beyond our shows and feature our best content from podcasts, interviews, expo, master's tour, fireside chats, special events, and more. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I thank you for tuning in today. You're listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And for you, the now real estate investor or soon-to-be real estate investor, we're talking about a very important topic, which is making decisions. And we talked in the earlier part of the show about why it's hard. Make, make, doesn't have to be real estate related. Any decision can be difficult. It may be simply going out to dinner. I don't, I don't know. Do I want to commit an hour of my time going to that Brazilian steakhouse, or do I want to go over here to the, you know, the hamburger joint with the playground with my son? You know, what do I, where, where do I want to commit my time? Those, those decisions, they can be difficult as well. And obviously, when there's a little bit more at stake, investing your money, whether passively in apartments or taking down a, a single family uh, property to renovate and rent out and hold for a period of years, that can become difficult. That can, that can become very difficult. And fortunately, I'll, I'll tell you now, there are things that you can do to make it easier. It's not just the emotions that come into play there, the information overwhelm, not enough information. There are all kinds of things that you do to yourself, to sabotage yourself, to make it harder for you to cross that decision-making line. Again, the good news is, Speaking here from experience, coming up on 12 years as a member at Lifestyles Unlimited and as a real estate investor, it does get easier. It, it really does. And, and I'll tell you that making making a decision, just just pr principally making a decision, regardless of the topic, it, it is a learned skill. And it, it comes easier for some, right? I mentioned earlier that I'm a, I'm a type of B personality. I sometimes need a big shove from behind to get to get moving to get that get over that inertia for the type a's out there boy you're 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 fire ready aim sometimes you make a decision a little too fast <laughs> quite frankly um 
for you that's more of an ingrained skill i suppose but type b's you can learn this you can learn this as well and and here are a few tactics that 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 you can use to help you make decisions and and i talked earlier on about aside from emotions etc that uh there's something called decision fatigue and it's it's a real thing over the course of a day over the course of a week making decisions becomes harder and harder as you go along so it's an important thing to consider when you do have decisions, big decisions to make. Let me let me underscore that. Big decisions, important decisions. Schedule some time for yourself earlier in the day. If I'm trying to make a very big decision, let's say between two apartment investments where I'm going to plop down, what, 25, 50, maybe 100K, um, do I want to be thinking about that at 10, 11 o'clock at night after I've just wrestled my son into bed, got struggled to get him to brush his teeth, I've had a hard time during the day making thinking about other things, is that the time to really be making that decision? Probably not. Decision fatigue aside. So schedule some time earlier in the day to make those important decisions. And as well, there are a lot of unimportant decisions that we make every day, from day to day, weekly, monthly. Some things can be automated. If you can automate certain unimportant or recurring decisions, do that. Because again, decision fatigue is real. Simple thoughts, simple things that you have to think about can wear you down in the aggregate over the course of the day. So that's a very important thing to do. Another thing you should do and understand is clarity. Seek clarity because often we have a hard time deciding on something because we're not really sure what we want. You know, it may not be a lack of information. It may not be too much information. It may be a lack of um, a lack of our own insight as to just what do I really want? What do I really want? Why am I even thinking about this thing? Is it important? And to that end, there are a couple of things that you might do. There are a couple of things you can do. There's one that you can do in the moment. This is a favorite, a favorite of mine. It's just getting out by myself maybe with my wife if it's something that we need to, to talk about, and going for a long walk. Leave the gadgets behind. I find if I bring my, my telephone, I kind of get curious what's happening on the email. I maybe check the news while I'm walking, shouldn't do that. I become distracted. If I'm listening to music, I start diving into that song, I get a little distracted. I prefer to leave the gadgets behind so that I can let my mind do its thing. And while I'm wandering, it can wander. I find this helps me a lot. Side benefit, great for your health. <laughs> you know, uh, you might see those squirrels out there struggling with their own indecision in the middle of the road. Uh, but I find that going for a good long walk brings clarity and often decisions. That's in the moment, right? That's a short-term, quick thing I can do right now. More long-term in nature, a longer-term approach, and maybe a little bit more involved is to set goals. If I find I have a lack of clarity in my life, I may not know where I'm where I'm headed. I may not know what the goal is. Just what is the destination? Well, you can elucidate that. You can sit down, and I encourage you to actually sit down and write down goals. These goals then become your your lodestone, right? It's a lodestone pulls the magnet, right? pulls the direction, pulls you in that direction. And you can ask, if I decide, here I have in front of me this thing, this decision. And if I decide X instead of Y or Z, does that get me closer to or farther from my goal? 
write them down and revisit them often. And we talk a lot on the show about goals, setting goals. Uh, those should be SMART goals. SMART is an acronym. They should be specific. Because again, we want clarity. If it's a vague general goal, is there clarity there? No, there's not. They should be specific. They should be measurable. Something that I can see that I'm actually making progress on. Remember what I said a minute ago, action begets action. Same is true when you're working towards a goal, right? If you break that goal down into s several sub goals and you check the box on that first sub goal, you're more inclined to reach towards the next one and the next one after that. So it does need to be measurable and attainable, right? That's the A in SMART. It needs to be relevant and it needs to be time bound. I find a lot of investors I know make a mistake on this T and SMART, the time-bound piece. I want to get to 20 single-family houses, Andy. Sounds like it's a great thing. Yeah, it is a great thing. When are you going to do that? Is it over the next two decades or over the next two years? There's a huge difference there. So you need to set goals. I find goals to be extremely important because those should help keep you on the straight and narrow. There are times where we do need to ask for help, and, and that is a skill, I think, as well. And I have a hard time with that. Type B guy struggling with the numbers, overthinking it. And she'll just say to me sometimes, did you talk with one of the mentors? No, you're right, I should. <laughs> so it's okay to ask for help. You know, Lifestyles Unlimited itself, if you think about the organization, over three decades uh, in, in, in existence formed... Uh, down in Houston by Del Walmsley. He founded Lifestyles Unlimited down in Houston. It grew to Dallas area where I am, down to, over to San Antonio, Austin, other parts of Texas, and now other parts of the country. We've got Realty Team uh, in a number of states. We've got Lifestyles Finance in a number of states. And this organization just keeps growing. Why? People see a lot of value in it because we're here to educate you and to mentor you. And another thing, aside from getting help, is knowing your strengths and weaknesses Right, what am I good at? What am I good at deciding about? Are there things I shouldn't be deciding about? There are things that you can delegate. You know, thinking about the renovation process, I'm not out there doing the work myself. I'm hiring trades to do it if I'm organizing the work as a general contractor, as a GC. But typically, I'm just hiring a GC, a general contractor, and they're organizing all that stuff. You know, I find properties on my own from time to time, but more recently we're looking to them. We've essentially delegated the process of finding properties to them and they present information to me. So from a real estate perspective, things again, you can do to make your decision-making, making process easier. Again, I mentioned this before, understand that time does play to your favor. And why is that a good thing? If I do make a mistake, right? That's one of our big fears. I don't want to make a bad decision. But if I do, just like the house I bought back in 2014 that blew up a little bit on the rehab for me, time was on my side. Cash flow, big appreciation, 60K cashed out refi. Time was on my side. A little bit of a mistake. It's okay. So understand that time plays to your favor. For smaller things, you know, some people get hung up, and, and I understand this as well. I used to have this problem, deciding between the type of stove deciding on the sink, the faucet, make a decision and understand that it's okay if it turns out not to have been the very best decision. There are times where the, the, the decision will not be perfect. Again, time is on our side 
and understand that in, in many situations there simply is no perfect decision. And let's talk about that real quick. Got a couple of minutes left here with you. Um, there is no perfect decision. You know, typically, again, going back to a show from a few weeks ago, we do not, in real estate investing, we do not have perfect information, so we may not be able to get to the perfect decision. However, however, and we talked on that show about asymmetrical information. There's a buyer and there's a seller. Maybe I'm the buyer on the, on this transaction. Maybe I'm the seller on the next. Asymmetrical information means one of those two parties has more information than the other. I want to tilt the scales in my favor. I do that by getting educated. What we, what we, what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited, we teach you how to buy single family houses, renovate those, rent those out, how to keep an eye on that equity. So you know when to do that cash out refinance like I did or sell. And we teach you how to invest in apartments so that through the education, you're able to make informed decisions. You're able to make educated decisions. You know, informed decisions, you're gathering information, right? Talking with that GC, having that call like I like to do with my HVAC contractor, talking to others out there, other investors, talking to the realty team, finance, etc. You gather information, but don't don't fall victim to overthinking and analysis paralysis. That's the danger right there. And then your decision making never happens. But you can make informed decisions by gathering information. You can make educated decisions by becoming educated. And this will feed itself. It becomes a virtuous circle. Everything I learned that helped me buy that very first rental house, I learned things by owning that house. And I became a little bit more educated. I had questions, things that came up. I went and sought help. I, help. I spoke with the mentors. I met other investors in that area and learned more, became more educated. It feeds itself. And then you come from making educated decisions to making experienced decisions. That's where I'm at now. As you gain more and more experience, you will learn more, right? There's that time on your side once again. And you'll get to the point where some of those decisions you make are made based on past decisions. It's again, a virtuous circle. You delegate to others and you learn when to when to seek help. And that's again where Real uh, Lifestyles Unlimited can help you with the mentors. We have both single family and multi-family mentors that are there to stand by your side when you do need the help. So again, I don't I don't find that there's a perfect decision in, in many cases, but we can get as close to it as we can by making informed, by making educated, and by making experienced decisions. That experience is only going to come with time. If you're just getting started, you got to start with the education. And that's where I encourage you to go to our website, lifestylesunlimited.com. Keep listening to these radio programs. But while you're there, click on the free workshop button and come out and hear more about what we do and how we can help you get to that point where you can make educated decisions and more decisions and learn that new skill set. You can do it. I thank you for tuning in. You have a great day.
Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.